When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before the zoom year that we've all had like it's gonna be strange like the the terms we all use now what's gonna become of muting yourself the term muting yourself she came to this party and she didn't even clap in (laughs) and like will you go to therapy and be like why do you feel the need to mute yourself she's the kind of person where she freezes and she blames everybody else (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, you're all frozen, not me. And it's like, oh my god, what a giveaway. It's like I'm I'm with her, but she's not turning on her video. You know what I mean? There's like a lag. I can tell that she's like checking her phone. <laughs> There's definitely a lag between us. I mean, yeah. our relationship. All right, you guys are answering my question. Welcome to Treks in the City. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I had to do that. I need, um, to, I need to start playing Treks. So that when you're going like that, I can start going like, boom. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly what I was also thinking. But I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to play my, okay. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound real. <laughs> it doesn't. I really, I mean, yeah. Um, here is the, okay. Welcome to. Nueve de la mañana. Drive Time Radio. Siempre presente. Siempre presente. Did I say that right? Sí. No. Oh, sí. 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 Relájate. Sí. Sí. Puerto, puerto abierto. Wow. Our guest in this episode is... I'm sorry. Spanish in the building. Spanish in the building. His, His stage name. But you might know him from stage and screen. He's also a writer. Mm-hmm. How to do improv? Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, I'm already getting the title wrong. That's Welcome, totally Will right. Hines. Hi, thank you. Hi. <laughs> right, they're just laughing. Wow, immediately okay. funny. Wow, I crushed it's it immediately. What's the title of your that. book that you wrote? Uh, how to be the greatest improviser on earth. Okay, not yeah. how to do. For some reason, in my mind, I had made it how to do improv like a god, and then I, yeah. as I was saying it, <laughs> I was like, I don't think Will would. Yeah. I don't know. It's the right idea. I believe in over-promising titles. That you didn't use that title, actually. Yeah, it's it's along the same lines, and it's a better one. How to do improv like a god. How to do improv like a god. (laughs) Bitch, yeah. Just real (laughs) hostile and aggressive. Just The title really makes or breaks the audience. Like, uh... You're with me or not. It self-selects. 
Um, I like I like I like titles that have like a lot of I don't have a lot of swagger in my life. I I tend to hide behind me? a cushion of a self uh, self deprecation. Are but you I like kidding it. me? You have tons of swagger. When I see oh, you walking gosh. down the no, street, he doesn't. Like, no, he doesn't. I saw that. This is when Will walks down the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's He's not wearing true. a wide collar. Because even though <laughs> even though he does walk in the street like that, and everywhere he goes, there is some kind of. Piano? Walking past Fred 62, like I don't need Some that heat outside. I saw your post, uh, Will, and I was horrified, but I didn't say anything because I was going to catch you here soon enough. Um, oh, that's fine. About reusing the coffee grinds. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-mm. Wait, what post is that? I don't know no. about it. On Instagram, my Instagram story, I... Um, it's not okay. I, I'll, I'll make two pots of coffee, so I'll do my first pot and a little French press. I'm showing it to you right now, French press. Mm-hmm. And then for my second pot, I'll reuse the grounds. I'll just pour a bunch of new hot water and reuse the coffee grounds a second time. And Fired. it makes this kind of very weak Fired. second pot. <clears throat> and I took a photograph of that because it was such like a light brown sort of amber liquid. And I put it on my Instagram story like this is my pot of coffee. And it drove people insane. I'd say it was <laughs> definitely the most provocative post I've done in my career. And it got me more <laughs> attention than... Anything that I've done, I had like 50 people chime me back. Just no, stop it. This is an aberration. I mean, people the were most I could, traffic. Yeah. I then I kept posting it for a couple days because I love the attention. So I did another pot the next day and posted it. It's really fun. Really you're such an edgelord. Yeah. I'm an edgelord. Coffee edgelord. Me and Ben Shapiro. So, we're like both just super trolls. You I really uh, own the libs with that coffee post. I own the libs. The libs could not <laughs> handle my weak coffee. The libs were going nuts. I kind of do that too with the Chemex. Like I don't pour, I don't wait like a long time, but I pour once and then I pour over the same pour, like kind of, I do a half pour over that same pour, which I, I just, think is actually coffee people would also say is an aberration people get mad at it but like coffee beans are so potent like i buy these like Mm -hmm. i buy starbucks beans i guess which are not necessarily the most potent but they're like well made coffee beans and they man they pack a punch like they do and like and i feel like even my memory of coffee when i was like younger is that it used to be weaker but we keep like well where did you grow up the intensity I grew up in an asshole. I grew up in the asshole of a giant. No, I grew up in uh, New England, Connecticut. Okay. Okay, that's I fine. also think, it, well, I'm from the Midwest, and yeah, where I, I come Mid- from, coffee is like Midwest was coffee behind. tea. Yeah, the coasts, the coasts like bumped up their coffee intensity first, I think. The beans are already so the strong. I can, get, I can get a second pot out of these, and they'll be like, it'll be all right. It'll be like... My yeah. second pot of coffee is as strong as a first pot would have been in like 1990, I think. <laughs> and people like freak out, and it's like it's like void. It's an aberration. It's not okay. It really, it really offends different. people. It's not that it's the coffee's weaker. It's that you've made a different thing because pre-used grounds <laughs> it's like not coffee. they're it's wet, coffee. right? So you're doing some sort yeah. of other. But I'm sure in like, think about it in like 10 years and whatever he's doing now is going to be like the new Chaga Reishi coffee or whatever. Like pre-soaked half fermented beans or whatever. It's not going to, it's it's definitely not like, it's weird that it's so horrifying because it's definitely not like damaging ultimately, Mm -hmm. you know? It's definitely Mm -hmm. harmless. It's not child trafficking. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. 
I'm doing, if anything, I'm it's saving no money. I'm saving grounds. It's yeah. only being done it's to me. It's, <laughs> it's actually It's really great. like nobody's business. <laughs> and like, I, I put the picture. You online. Because yeah. I did because the, 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 the color, like the tint, the, the hue of the water looked kind of, I was holding it up to the sun and it like looked kind of cool to me. Let yeah, me. art. It was like art. Looked around on you and slapped you in the face. And my art audience on you. did not like it. <laughs> it's so, so good i love it that that happened to you i'm gonna um, keep doing it i was it was i've never felt more powerful than when i got <laughs> all my friends mad that i have kind of weak coffee after i have a pot of regular coffee my mom's coffee is like she's from the midwest and my mom's coffee is the opposite of it it's like it's like a it's like when you grew up in the catholic church and so you're like super anti-catholic like her mm-hmm. coffee is like completely opaque yeah because she grew up with weak coffee and she's rebelling against that yeah, so you have one. It's like a pure espresso, and it's terrible. Yeah, who wants I, I, that with a, with a range of coffee? But the house in the afternoon is like kind of weak. It's kind of like a very weak version of the first time around with that mm-hmm. French thing. Yeah, did I, I can't believe this, but I have another story about coffee. If <laughs> is it like this? this is so quarantine. It, no, this is this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> this, this is, is so better. quarantine. Yeah, this is like so quarantine. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Um, uh-huh. We're ready. Okay, I used to back when I had a day job lifetimes ago. We had like my office had like okay, one of those, we get it. Yeah, I'm a You're creative successful. person. I'm doing all right. Saying that's that's the real message here. Um, uh, so like it had like a coffee pod like Keurig machine, you know, where you would like put in the little pod and like brew a pot of coffee. And oh, the, and it was single serving pod. So you'd put in one and it would just get you one cup of coffee, right? Which when we got it, the office was like, oh, this is so great. Everyone's going to get like a fresh, your cup of coffee will be very freshly brewed. The pod huh. that you use is just for you. Like how indulgent are we that it's one pod per cup of coffee? Like we're really, I don't know, it was indulgent. But one dude that I sat next to, that wasn't enough. He realized that, the <laughs> coffee that came out of the pod, the first half of it was very, very strong. And then the second half was like weaker. So he would get two mugs. And in the first mug, he would put the first half of the water and then he would catch the second half in the second mug, put a second pot in, get the first half again in a mug, and then the second half. So he was getting the first half of two different pods because he observed that was even stronger. And I was like, maybe it doesn't need to be that strong. You don't need to hack your single pod (laughs) coffee thing so that you have better coffee than everybody in the office. This guy was an asshole. You had to hack it. He 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 like was he's like, oh, I have a little secret. I'm getting like more caffeine than anybody. (laughs) He's so dumb. He's like like a dog. My weak coffee is in protest of that man that I knew 25 years ago. It's a huge, it's an, it's like a, it's an interesting conversation because it really attacks, I think, a white supremacist privilege because we have these people on the white internet being like, your coffee aberration is pissing me off so much that I'm going to give you and your, your I'm going to give you more attention than I've ever given you before because of this. And yeah. then. But this guy doing the most privileged thing would be celebrated for hacking, like figuring out how to make. Oh, yeah. And he, all he does is make it more wasteful. And it's like, yes. we got to we got to think about our priorities here and let like uh, let people have whatever they want to drink. 
He definitely thought he was a hero. And unfortunately, I think you're right. I think more people would side with him than with me. They'd be like, oh, give me that coffee hack. Let me figure out how to get better coffee. And, um, no, but I did not, I did not side with him. I've, no, I'm sir. still mad I'm at him and it's, hero. it's been two decades. Yeah. I think I'm a hero. I watch so many YouTube uh, videos like all day, all the time. And, um, so that's what you're doing. <laughs> I don't, that's why I don't watch TV shows because I'm on YouTube and I'd like never understand any dislike. I'm always like, unless it's like a lot of terribly things, yeah. offensive, but there's a lot of, like a lot of what I watch is. People giving classes is like free putting stuff mm -hmm. out there, you know? Um, yeah, somebody being people like, are like no! People putting thumbs down on videos. Yes. Yeah, here's how you fix uh, this coffee grinder. Yeah. Um, it's a little hard because you need a special tool, but I'll show you how to do it. It's like, dislike! Oh, downvoting. Downvoting is like such a power high of people. Like if you ever go on Reddit, it's I'm on just Reddit. Like, are you on Reddit? Let's be friends on Reddit. I know I'm people don't Reddit. do that, but I love Reddit. Reddit. Um, I like Reddit too. And just people love to downvote I love kind Reddit. of just to express their power, but they also love to shame each other's downvotes. Like something will get a lot of downvotes and then there'll be responses like, why did this get downvoted? The person's just saying their opinion. Downvote isn't disagree, you guys. And there'll be like oh. a little spiral argument about downvoting and the politics thereof. I love it. I love it so much too. It's just yeah, like, I do. If think of it like we put we start the internet like we're cavemen and then we are like oh cavemen with internet and then suddenly everything's just like a symbol like a little heart or like you know so everything's yeah, reduced to yeah, just that's bad true. so it's like it's too binary like oh I do this I like I like you or not like our yeah. brains right. have evolved to be like we're like we're we're painting in caves we and then agree. we make a whole internet and then we're still do painting the same symbols on the internet. Yeah, we didn't agree on what the, they are going to even mean. So, like, to some people, things mean something else. And now we're yeah. all global. But to Venezuelans, things are different. Like, everything's different in Venezuela. Yeah. Like, the way yeah. I interact in American online yeah. with the same two symbols is, like, radically different. When a Venezuelan puts a heart on your comment, what they're saying is, I'm cold right now. Get me a blanket. And it's got nothing <laughs> to do with what nothing you're saying. Nothing to do with love. It's nothing or, to do with uh, what yeah. they think of If it's a comment, is the number two on the menu. And the if barf emoji is actually a if proposal. It's a photo, you know they're asking you for something else. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. There's a list. There's a secret menu. So, Will, hi. Welcome to... What? what? Welcome to Treks in the City. This is a start. Did you almost you. say Puerto Rico? <laughs> no, I was going to say Puerto Abierto. I was trying to say door open, but I don't know how to say open. Cerrado is closed, right? How do you say abierto open? Abierto is open. You, you did abierta. it. Ah. But with door, puerta, it would be abierta with an A. Okay. Puerta First. abierta. Yeah. Um, that'd be my name. Door open. <laughs> that would be your like name? Like my wrestler name. If I was in a Spanish, you know, Mexican wrestling league, I want to be Puerta abierta. Oh, the door it's is so open. so vulnerable. Yeah, emotionally vulnerable. <laughs> the vulnerable fighter. Uh, TNG Phantasm. So, uh, Will, for everyone out there, what's your, mm. your uh, Trek, uh, to start, your Star Trek, like, history? What's your history with Star Trek? Okay, I love Star Trek. Sorry. Oh, it makes That's no sense. No reason to have that. <laughs> <laughs> that one makes zero sense. It's fun, though. I do yes. feel like I'm entering a portal or going into a new realm. <laughs> there you go. Puerta abierta. Puerta abierta. It's, it's Puerta Abierta's turn. Puerta Abierta. Um, 
I'm a I'm a medium plus Star Trek fan. I'm a nerd in general and a medium plus Star Trek fan. I probably should be a super obsessive Star Trek fan, but it didn't quite happen. So what I grew up loving the original series. Next Generation came out when I was in high school and I watched it a bunch and then kind of left the Star Trek world for a while. I didn't watch Deep, Deep Wait, Space Nine or Voyager. When you watched TNG, were you like super into it or no? Super into it. Who was your favorite? Like, tell us more about that. I mean, I thought I love Data. Data is my favorite character because I relate to him. And, and, you know, I was enamored with Picard. Like, he'd like, having grown up with the original series, it was hard to imagine anybody besides Shatner because his personality was such a big part of the original Star Trek show. Right. But then when you see Patrick Stewart, um, it's like, oh, this is like a better way. This is a better energy for the vibe of the show. I, I, I so prefer too. Next Gen. Next Generation to me is the best Less manifestation murdery of for Star sure. Trek. Patrick Stewart. I mean, um, I mean William Shatner built, killed were, his wife. We don't know. <laughs> this is conversation That's a story. We, we broke it here. Yeah. I, I, I had not heard that, so um, <laughs> I, I believe it, and I will help the prosecution. I'm 100% on board. So, but how old were you when you started watching TNG? Was that like detrimental to 15? your life, or was it like 15? No, no. You were pretty yeah. much already who you were? No, not at 15. No, I still had several seismic changes to go, I guess. <laughs> um, more of a music person. So like what bands I liked had more to do with how I was thinking of myself than Star Trek. Star Trek was something I enjoyed and I liked, but I did not like embrace it as like part of my identity. You know what I mean? I, I, I really loved it. and You were like in the Bare Naked Ladies and stuff? I was super into like Bare Naked Ladies. They were my <laughs> life. They were my whole life, you know? Ween, That's like I me with Dawson's up. Creek, I think. It was like in my life. Yeah. It was in my life. Like Dawson's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's things that you like and you just enjoy them as an audience member. And there's things that you like where you want, you invest your ego into them. Like you want them to represent you. And you're like, this is like me. Like Game of Thrones. I am definitely from <laughs> Yeah, okay, it could so, be. <clears throat> for real, it what bands be. were you into at this time? We're talking like late 80s, right? So it's mm -hmm. like I was into the new wave era that I thought I had just missed, like Talking Heads, Elvis Costello, mm -hmm. Flash, like sort of hipster. I mean, I didn't have that word yet, but like would be like hipster new wave music was what I loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, They yeah, Might yeah. Be Giants had just come out and I loved They Might Be Giants. They were like my, they were like, I was like, I want to be that band. You are that band to me. Great. That's the biggest you compliment like you could give guys. me. You sound like those guys. I love it. I mean, every, every, yeah. everything, uh, everything that they, I mean, I don't, they're, prop, they're not even as, they had their best, their biggest moment in the early 90s. And although they're still some people's favorites, I, I could imagine that a lot of people still haven't heard of them or don't know much of them. I'm like, but, I don't know, but maybe I've heard them. Like, if you play a song, I know. You probably have heard some of their songs a little bit. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, they, they had their moment and it's kind of now just like a cult, a passionate cult following for a lot of, oh, I'm wearing but a the right cult, now. cult following makes it sound like they're, it's bad for some reason. Um, that's true. Cult has a bad connotation. They, they have a very devoted, but small audience that has, yeah, they're niche. They're like a niche, um, they're, maybe they're assemble. Ner they're nerd rock, they're nerd rock. 
It's fu- it's totally nerd rock, but also kids get into it because it's very verb verbally playful and I feel like, like yes, kids get into it. I think high school honors students, like high school huge. high school yes. kids with good grades, get into they might be giants, and then it's just a question of whether they get over it or not. I never people got over with it. swords, people who people own with swords, swords and do Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, little organized people who have a who are a little removed from their bodies. Yeah, love they might be giants. They're definitely like a smarty pants band uh you, you probably this know veronica this, yeah istanbul not constantinople or particle man probably or I'm birdhouse in your soul is this too loud you guys you let me know it's loud but i dig it there you go that's good now this is the part you might Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, now Constantinople, been a long time gone. Constantinople, now it's Turkish delight, on a moonlit night. Every gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul, now Constantinople, so if you've a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul. Even old <laughs> New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. So take me back to Constantinople. Okay, well, anyway. Go back to Constantinople, been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople yeah. get the works? No, I love it. That's about the Turks. Yeah. That's it rules. It rules. It rules. So there you go. I, Veronica, I think like half of the people you have dated have been obsessed with They Might Be Giants. I'm going to agree there. Yeah, like every nerd that you've dated, which is at least 50% of your ex-boyfriends, they're, they're into it. Big. And will you know that, right? Because you and you have been- Me and Veronica, as- we go, we're UCB friends. We go way back. But I, I had one boyfriend. Okay, well, I, he's into them. That's, <laughs> he, he's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, he's into them. Yeah. He didn't share that with you, but I'm, he is. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. I'm pretty sure. This all sounds like hipster things that the white guys had like mm-hmm. would like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no offense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, 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 take it. Yeah, he owns I, it. I have the patriarchy to protect me. I don't need your approval. So but I, I love Next brag. Generation the most. Yeah, I loved it. And then I kind of went away from it and mm-hmm. I was not a completist. And then when I was, you know, I can't remember my 30s or something. I met all these people where it was like, oh, no, it is the best show. You did not appreciate it enough. And um, I kind of went back and watched a lot of episodes with a new eye. Like, oh, I missed this was like much. I enjoyed it as sort of like, oh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. But then I went when it was on Netflix or something. I like rewatched a bunch of episodes and was like, oh, yeah, this was like really good. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have. A terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app.
I chose you for this episode, kind of, because I gave I you the choice of two episodes. I chose you. <laughs> because the I, there was two episodes and I was like, I thought you were a big TNG head, like, along yeah. the... I seem like, like I you, would be. you, you know, yeah, because you seem like you would be. You also, I've heard you in other shows and podcasts make references to the show. So yes, like yes, that well, makes me feel like when yeah. I Darmok and um, uh, Galad at Tanakra is like one of my all-time favorite television episodes of any show ever. Yes, that's it's, beyond it's, Star yeah. Trek to me. That's like this insanely beautiful little play. Yeah. Um. So that one I'll talk about. Like that's higher. That's even bigger than just like Star Trek. That's just yeah. like this amazing story. It's, that it's I and I love that it's, it's still one. a cultural touch point because you can see like people use, you know, Shaka when the walls fell to describe a fail on the yeah. internet still, which yeah. is like brings me endless amounts of joy. It's like I'm that's one of those times that I'm like, well, I'm glad the internet's still here. I love every bit of that episode. I love it as a sci-fi idea, the emotions that get played out, the mm-hmm. drama. It's mm-hmm. pretty it's pretty perfect. I, I get, I get like, I, I tear up at the end. Like, yeah. Um, I, when Picard has like figured everything out and he's like full of fire to like rectify these two cultures. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is, this is insanely awesome. Mm-hmm. And he speaks the language to the people Ugh. on the screen. So and good. he's got that Patrick Stewart eloquence. Like it truly moves me. Like it goes, sometimes I'm watching Star Trek or any kind of sci-fi show. And there's a little bit of irony. There's a little bit of like, Oh, this is cute. Oh, they're doing their like little Star Trek thing. And oh, this is kind of tropey. But sometimes I am just swept up and all the yeah. irony is gone. And I am just awash <laughs> in the primal goodness of the show. That's right. Will feels real emotions. Um, Funda. <laughs> it's um, this episode for me is not quite as emotionally resonant but it is probably my top five it's it's really good maybe if not maybe my first choice of episodes wow, top five it is for me Alice, phantasms what's going because on tell us because i can only i've watched it like a hundred times Damn. it feels like and top this five? episode i can't first of all when i first got back into star trek again after moving to los angeles when i had no friends except for the people i knew from new york and so i would just hang out with those people and watch star See? trek control path tiny violin okay <laughs> whoa um <laughs> the, uh anytime anybody says tiny violin um it's weird right because like how would you explain that t- turn of phrase to aliens like so if somebody's tiny, like tiny oh violin. tiny violin aliens would be like yeah yeah wait what are you um, talking about right they wouldn't get it they're like <laughs> so then they try it and they're like <laughs> tiny trombone and everybody's like ew that's disgusting oh man anyway so <laughs> i watched and this was my in this episode was my my back my way back in i remember watching a, a cluster of episodes and then seeing this one and being like whoa you know i love the way that they describe dreams any epi- any show that does dreams really well, you know, first of all, yeah. is like super fascinating to me because, you know, a lot of shows will do dreams in this really cliche way that's more yeah. about exposition than it is about really creating the. And then I, on rewatching, I can literally only find two things wrong. Yeah. Which with most shows, with most episodes of this show, I can find like 45 things wrong with the episode, okay. even though it's a good episode. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like any, any TV show. Any TV show, you're a what? And and for me, this uh, this episode is is so well done. The only thing I really hate about it is that they make Troy into the damsel, 
and they always do that. Okay. That's the one thing. And then there's this other thing, and I actually forgot what it was because it's even yeah. more minor than that. But I'll find it when we when we get into the episode. So we've already covered Data's dreaming ability in another episode, and they kind of explained it away. But now we get into it when Data's like Data's like experimenting in his dreams now because he yeah. has his dream program. So now he's like running the dream program when he yeah. you know goes to sleep at night. So this is the cold open ish. Yeah, not ish. We had, really we had is. already we had revealed that Data had now a, a dream program that got activated suddenly. It's a really good opening. Data, there you are. We need to install that plasma conduit right away. We're bringing the new war core online in less than three hours. I will go to deck 20 and begin modifications. Great. I'll meet you in engineering as soon as you're finished there. This ought to be a lot of fun. Great line. Yeah. They could have said anything weird, but they held back. It's still pretty weird. I know, but it's like not, you know what I mean? So he sees um, some men wielding he mining equipment. He hears a phone ringing and sees three Excuse workers. me. Workmen. Do you have authorization to work in this area? Yeah, Data, you go, Data. You are dismantling a warp plasma conduit. Tell it with I Data. Must ask you to Data's stop. like an uppity neighbor. Yeah. Be quiet. They're coming for him. It's weird, this is... Makes no attempt at wearing a pajama. No, he does <laughs> no, not. No, he just wear a sleeps pajama. in his outfit. He's just like yeah. he yeah. could. He's trying so hard. He got a cat. Like, yeah, just wear a pajama. The th- this episode, <laughs> I don't understand. It's so baffling. Yeah, you'd be a you'd be a very funny advisor for Data. I wish to be more human. Well, just wear a pajama. What are you like even a, doing? I'd be like a good deal up. with Data for sure. Like, like, does he? One discussion we've had a lot is like, does he poop? Yes. I'd be like, Data, let me watch you poop. <laughs> and he probably let me. I would probably be able to do whatever I want with Data. He would, he would know, though, that it's not a human custom. He'd be like, this yeah. isn't really something that humans do. They'd, but I'd be they'd, like, you're the only one who would understand me. And then just keep being weird. Um, All right. You feel you like know? you already have a plan to get Data to let you watch him poop. <laughs> I have a plan to let Data to let me do it, to have Data let me do anything. That's crazy that that is one thing that's taking up space in your brain. Yeah. If you were a writer for the show, your episodes would be very easy to pick out. Uh, is it the one where Picard had a whole alternate life? No, it's the one where that woman just wanted Data to let her watch him poop. Was that the A story? It was the A, B, and C story. It was a bottle episode. One unbroken take of a woman Falling convincing Data, Data to, to let... Let her watch him poop. She had so oh, much Data. power with, uh, with yeah. the... And then just let me see your Whoever butt. it is. Alex Kurtzman or whoever the person was. Yeah. At that time. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart directed this episode, right? Oh. It's... Let's get into it. Um, I think he did because it definitely... It's unknown to me. 
Okay. But um, that's Veronica's job is to find. Oh, we have a Skylar. We have a Skylar now. Skylar has looked it up. Okay. Uh, and he's so confirmed. Episode seven. I mean, season seven, episode six, Phantasms. The crew help Data investigate when his dream program suddenly begins generating nightmares, which makes make him act strangely. Meanwhile, Captain Picard attempts to avoid attending a boring Starfleet banquet. Sorry. Did <laughs> you um, get emotional? I just like... Those were the longest description ever. It was like four <laughs> lines. I'm just like... You, you, you made it through it. Yeah. I'm no, tired. that was a lot. It was unfair to ask you to do that. I must... <laughs> I must ask you to stop. Veronica says Thank to the you. description. Yes, um, for your own safety. Well, I just, I love that cold open too, Alice. Um, first of all, it's stylistically just visually weird mm-hmm. enough that yes, you know exactly. something's up immediately. Mm-hmm. Like the initial shot of Data walking, when I, I was like, something's up with this. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and really the plot of the entire episode is in that cold open. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be expanded yep. from dream symbols into reality. Yep. But that's yep. the whole episode. That's the whole episode. Yeah. And I, I love also that Data says to those workmen, like, excuse me, you are not authorized to work in this sector. Like, it's great because in a dream, like in a, you could see a TV show doing that with any human person saying something like, oh, I'm going to be extra weird and formal right now because I'm in a dream. But that yeah. is how Data would react yes. to that. In real life. So it's so... I mean, he'd be like, who are you? But Yeah. But yeah, it seems... He always always starts with politeness, no matter what. And then uh, the next part of this episode I wanted to highlight and show is that... So there's been a running thing with Jordy where he can't get a date. And nobody ever goes out with Jordy. And he keeps falling in love on the holodeck. And, like, they're never into him. He's not even, like, in love in the holodeck. He's, like, in love with basically a Wikipedia of a woman that he gets Yeah, he falls in love with a Wikipedia of a woman. (laughs) Ben Rogers described him as only falling in love with hard light women. (laughs) 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 And now this woman's into him and he's rejecting. And she's incredible. Like, she's... Perfect. She's just like, I'm here. I'm ready. I I like you. I feel like, like I got to stand up for the man. You don't know her. Maybe maybe, maybe. the personality's not right. Maybe. I've also noted that I am spending an inordinate amount of time thinking about nightmare imagery. I love imagery. how annoyed Jordy is. One could almost say I am. This whole series is interesting. Well, it's perfectly normal because they keep just moving Sometimes from station to station to continue the conversation. Commander LaForge. Speaking of Mate, he called her a nightmare. I've just finished recalibrating the starboard EPS module. That's great, Ensign. Thank you. It's just like you said. She's Reset the power tap She's and the module came right online. You have such a wonderful grasp of engineering principles. And you Damn, don't. Girl. Learned so much just being around you. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Why Jesus. don't you help Farrell check out the deuterium cartridges? I'm just about to bring the warp core online, all right? Anything you say. She's a good actor. Yeah. You usually Jordy, do that. Just like take. You do not seem to appreciate Ensign Tyler's enthusiasm. Mm, she's enthusiastic, all right. About me. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. I know. It's like too cool to be someone. The, you know, I don't she's know. She's got a crush on me, Data. You do not share her affection. She's holding an iPhone. Exactly, and quite frankly, it's beginning to get a little it bit is. uncomfortable. Is that a T Mobile sidekick? I believe I understand. You were concerned about unintentionally hurting Ensign Tyler's feelings. Yeah, something like that. Like, then, 
Let me, let me just move over here and we'll keep talking in a second. <laughs> He's got to get his work done. I don't know. That's just, a Patrick Stewart decision. We're going to break up the conversation. Maybe this is my other, I can't remember. Maybe this is my other nitpick with the episode. Is it like, maybe pick somebody who's not a total babe then if you're going to have, you know what I mean? Like maybe pick someone kind of unpleasant seeming or who has it's, a creepy, you know what like, I mean? She's look in their a creepy or look or just like coming on way too strong. But this girl's just like kind of cool and seems to appreciate him for who he is. And like, yeah, she's really writers, beautiful. In the also, alternate- the writers made her like annoying in a way that's dumb. Because it's like, you know how a girl is like annoying because she's super hot and she just talks to you. <laughs> and everybody's like, like no. Yeah. She compliments you yeah. and she solves problems. She's just like. Talking like the most basic language, like you're so good at engineering concepts. Like he's the chief of engineer in the in the flagship. Well, they gave her shitty dialogue, and she's yes. there, <laughs> and she it works there. Like she's there for a reason. Like you think she might be a spy? Writers, come on. Yeah. I think it's better that she's attractive and cool because it makes him look more of a scared nerd. Um. Because if, if you make her like this pain in, true pain in the ass, you'd be like, oh, great, writers. One of your women is the damsel in distress, and the other woman is this annoying, unattractive person who's hassling right. the smart guy. See, this gotta- way, it looks more like Jordy's missing out. Like, we, the audience, are like, you're missing out, I don't dude. feel like, like it's like... It- that I, I feel like they did a disservice because I feel like it's not like that. I feel like, well, A, I always feel like Jordy's like cool. He can't seem like a nerd to me just because LeVar Burton is like incapable of not having like a little bit of like he has a confidence that is pretty infectious. And like every scene he's in, he's like, well, data, you know, he's got this like and then also like. I would say it would be better if the girl was like, it'd be more fun, at least for me to play a really annoying character that they usually don't write women being annoying in that way. They either write them as being like, um, like, like, um, Luxana Troy, like they're annoying because they're not fuckable and they're Mm -hmm. old or they're, you know, like, um, now you're getting into like, are there male characters who are like annoying in a fun way? Like, I feel like they don't do quirky very Berkeley. well. Who, they were like, s- they were so set on on having Jordy reject this woman that they made her gorgeous, engineer, <laughs> black, and they were still like, like, if he said no, <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. But why do they have yeah. him do that? Like when he's or only dated hologram. Mm-hmm. It's so like I really wish he would have said that. He's like, oh, yeah, like literally. <laughs> if in the nineties they were gonna have him kiss someone, it was gonna be another He's black like, girl. Not my type. You know what I mean? What What do you mean? Too young? Is it what hu- human? Real? Well, kind of. <laughs> Actually, interesting. She's hu- she does she's know who real. You are. She exists. <laughs> I don't like my ladies to follow me outside the holodeck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. Well, he's non-committal. What can he do? I, I, yeah, yeah. They also really don't follow up that C story. I know. All. I'm like, oh. yeah, there's no resolution to it. And it's all the resolution I need from Star Trek is anything that has to do with like a little flirting, a little romance, a little horny. Like, yeah, he should just, sleep with her at the end. That's what should happen. They should fall madly in love and fall into each other's arms. I just arms wanted and- to be a whole episode. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, so let's see Cake Troy, I guess. Ugh. No? It's like too epic yeah. of an image. We have to see it. It's too epic of an image, so we have to see it. Uh, you heard it here. If it's too <laughs> epic, you have to look at it. Oh, I, have um, a, I figured it out. I can see. We'll describe it. I can share just this. That's good. Delicious. What kind of cake are you eating? It is a cellular peptide cake with mint Jesus, frosting. Mint. It sounds like it's so disgusting. disgusting. It sounds so no, disgusting. Mint frosting on a cake is no. <laughs> cellular peptide with mint frosting. Excuse me, Mr. Worf. Wow. Me flirting. <laughs> Sucking some brains. going to brains. answer that, Mr. Data? Sorry. <laughs> that damn ringing. Answer it, will you? Yes, sir. Oh, the miners have appeared again. Please identify yourselves. I must ask what you were trying to ask. <laughs> Be quiet. Amazing. So... It's so gross. Please, don't hurt me, Data. So Troy is a cake. I am sorry, Counselor. No, don't. No, no! Data! 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 So they're trying to wake him up. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, shittily narrate this for the listeners. Should we, should we be narrating it? I'm not sure if I should be interrupting yeah, you. Yeah, and I'm been trying to it. wake you for the last five minutes. When you didn't uh, show up on time in engineering, I got worried. Data's nightmare grabbed him. He overslept. My internal chronometer was supposed to wake me Android clock ago. did no good. <laughs> I'm curious. You must have overslept. Yeah, oh, really? is here to be the bad it's guy. Possible. That's goddamn wrong. right. Something's wrong. Um, dun, dun, dun. It's funny that like the android oversleeping is like the act break. It's like the android. Missed what time it was. What? They're waking him (laughs) up. They're waking him up after his time to wake up. And then uh, Worf is like, you must have overslept. (laughs) It's like, well, that's obvious. He was asleep when we got here. Thanks, Worf. Um, Like, if you're going to give him a line, just be like, good morning, Zeta. (laughs) What do you think about how in the dream you've got so in the dream, there's the workers and they represent kind of the hidden enemy that Data's going to discover. Mm-hmm. But then also we see like we see um, number one's brains getting uh, sucked. Riker's brains getting sucked and Troy. Riker's and then, brain and, is a party, man. Yeah. Riker's brain is all confidence, baby. All glow stick. It's just and, a Gibson shaken, yeah, not stirred. It's, just like, it's yeah. just like a lightsaber. Fun. <laughs> a yeah, he's a fun lightsaber. 
He's a cool lightsaber, not like a square one, <laughs> not like a nerd lightsaber. And then, and then but, Worf is eating the cake of Deanna Troy, right? He's like yeah. eating yeah. her body. So Worf, like Worf had torture her previously, right? Is that right? In another episode? No, no. Sorry. I interrupted. Keep going. But well, also you said something crazy. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah, Worf tortured Troy. What is what are you talking about? Well, he yeah. already had cut the other armpit, like, and she's screaming when they cut her. Yeah, so. but in a previous episode, you alluded to him having done something to her. No, no, I'm not talking about. I misunderstood because Worf me, me already cut the oh, yeah. cake. Means he already has the Worf cake, so it's implied her. that he's tortured Troy by cutting a piece of her. Ah, uh, yes, yes, cake yes, Troy. yes, yes. He's yes. tortured cake Troy before we see him. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but like that means that Worf and the doctor—I forgot her name—the right. doctor who is sucking. Um, Riker's pressure. brains. Yeah. They are also representing the enemy yes. forces. So white, the white dudes are being victimized by uh Worf and uh, the doctor. Oh, you know, we, uh, there's the, we already have these construction workers that are the enemy, but then we, we throw a couple of our crew people under the bus too. Well, I think, like the, yes, yes. I didn't, I hadn't thought of it that way. Maybe an in-universe explanation is like in your dreams, people that, you know, often represent parts of you. Yeah. So because Data's not taking action to stop the enemies, he's allowing... Through inaction, yeah, right. Yeah, through inaction. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thank so, God we so, figured that out. Okay, yeah, they're safe. Star Trek is safe. Um, <laughs> no, it's I a really powerful don't... dream. It's really totally, it's totally strange looking. It's like David, it's like a David Lynch sequence. It's it looks Lynch, like something yes. out of Twin Peaks. It Even really is. Even the construction workers look like something out of that recent season of Twin Peaks that was on Showtime and was totally nuts. Oh, I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen that one. It is uh, not worth it, Um, but there's one episode that's extraordinary, and uh, there's these like weird construction worker people who show up. Um, So the whole time this is going on, Mister, I don't know what his name is, but he's the he's like the general in the Starfleet. That's like, hey, are you coming? Yakamura, I think. Yakamura is like, are you coming to this banquet? And he always like. Picard's thing is that he never wants to go to these banquets ever. And he's like always looking for an out. And um, he's like, so I can't not I can't miss this one because I always miss these banquets. And so this time the warp core engine is failing because of what they later discovered to be these like space parasites and super gross. These like very vile looking. They're like giant melty caterpillars. Yeah. Cockroach cockroach pillars. And yes. So, like, Picard has to have a conversation with uh, Yakamura, who is, I love this scene because he is so pressed about it. The guy is, like, not at all accepting the fact. Captain, incoming message from Admiral Nakamura. (laughs) On screen. Admiral. Captain. We were expecting you this morning. So Is pressed. there a problem? No chill. Actually, we have been experiencing a few minor difficulties with our new warp core, Frankly, but my chief me. engineer assures me that friend. we will be yeah. underway within the hour. You're not trying to avoid this particular engagement, are you, Picard? No, no, certainly not. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> Good. I'll expect you soon. Nakamura Ugh, out. To be able to say Nakamura out? I think he's on to you, sir. Hmm. The forge to bridge. Go ahead, Jordy. 
We've just started it up, Captain. I All also want to play through because Ready when you are, Ensign, sir. Gates Ensign Gates doesn't have any lines, but... Set a course. She, and she's got a good facial journey. Engineering, report. The warp field has collapsed, sir. It looks like we've blown the entire power converter, Captain. Impulse engines are down, too. We're not going anywhere. But I know just how to fix this. Give me two, three hours tops. Talk about going nowhere fast. Mr. Wolf. Okay. Back to Nakamura. Advise Admiral Nakamura. Oh my god. He hates me. Nakamura is going to be so fucking pressed. (laughs) He hears. He's like, I just got off the phone with this motherfucker. He said he was going to be. On his Nakamura way. is he just was, not Nakamura buying was it. sitting on his side. He was just yeah. like, he was already <laughs> like, mm, the warp core. Okay, cool. Oh yes, it's broken. Is it? Oh, I'm sure it's very broken. Get out of here! Like it was so I mean, pissed. Like yeah, this guy's got serious attitude. Like we live in a universe where like a Borg can show up and assimilate half your crew, and this dude is doesn't even think to ask. Like. Is there a Borg? <laughs> is, is this everything a Q okay? situation? Do you like, have a space parasite? We, we live in a world where every week something insane happens. So just like ask first, like what insane thing is going on? Then, He's then like, you can I lean on your side and get- scheduled this where there was no Borg <laughs> around. So- Oh, I don't see a Borg. So why aren't you here? Like, I bet he went through the trouble to scan the perimeter of where the ship was to make sure there wasn't anything just so he could yeah. show up with- attitude yeah no borg sorry (laughs) already scanned um i think um you knew about this banquet like how did that he's ranked this guy's a military officer he probably saw a battle do you think he had that much attitude when he was just like an ensign and like Like, on a starship like in some was he it was he like nakamura where's captain jones um Um, he's dead (laughs) Because it's like kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, beam me up. I'm done. Um, he's, he's got insane attitude. I also, um, I also was reminded watching this episode of how bad the, the like in universe jokes are. The things that are supposed yeah, to be jokes really between people. Yeah. Like, what, what, did, what did Riker say to Picard there? It's like, I guess... We're going, fast. Oh, yeah, we're going nowhere fast. Oh yeah, we're going nowhere. We're going nowhere fast. As if that's like a really funny comment. I feel like turning to him being like, "Yeah, I know, Riker. Like, Jesus, that's, not help. that's we're yeah, all here. that's no new information. All heard it. Yeah, we're right here. Right. It's like sidebars about what just happened. <laughs> With some wait, step over um, here. Looks like we're stuck here for a couple. <laughs> yeah, I yes, I know, Riker. Jesus, <laughs> hey, you don't need over to here. tell me. You're like twenty <laughs> feet away. Can you just? <laughs> Yell it. <laughs> Let every, we're all friends. Let everybody hear. We're all going to hear you. They're here. Right, no, this is a command thing. It. Here we go. I guess we're going nowhere fast. It's like, that's it? That's what you had? <laughs> that's your comment? Yeah, can, I talk to you in the ready, can I talk to you in the ready room? <laughs> yeah. He makes what was his earlier one that you remembered, room. Alice? What? What earlier one? Hmm? Yeah, he, had, he had one earlier, like, I guess we're stuck here, or I guess... Uh, um, that was regarding, 
When? What? The, uh, I don't remember. It was just Riker had an earlier one like that. At, is this the episode where Riker says is talking to Worf about his about Alexander's flute? No. No. Okay, because that's in the previous that's in the previous episode that we just watched where Worf is like upset because um, Riker gave him this flute and he's like, yeah, he's just playing the same note over and over again. It's like he doesn't have any discipline. It's all over the place. And it doesn't even sound like it's like the worst music I've ever heard. And, and I think Riker said, like, it's not just music. It's jazz. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's like was, you're really a, not selling jazz right now. That's a tough line. That's a tough line as an actor to 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 give off. You got to have that Star Trek smugness. You got to be you got to be Frakes cuz Frakes yeah. is just pure light and joy and he yeah. just can't ugh. He's so interested in seeing like when Troy and and Data meet each other the next act. In the elevator? When he stabs her. Oh, oh spoiler. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I didn't want to watch I did want to watch this scene of okay, um, okay. everybody in engineering trying to get Picard out. Two hours ago. So Picard's like really anxious about this warp core thing. And he's a bug up everybody's ass in engineering. What about the relays? Are you absolutely certain that you don't need a new phase inverter? I am currently running a level three diagnostic of the relay, sir. We will have the results of the analysis in approximately 10 minutes. <sighs> I see. <laughs> the way he wanders from station to station. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jordy notices, or Data notices that knife from the cake. Yeah, the knife that was in his dream. Why do they have a knife in engineering? What are they like to cut stuff sometimes? It's like a it's like a Swiss Army oh, knife Leatherman situation. Chips. <laughs> no, sir, please don't touch that. I love meddling Picard. <sighs> Captain, Commander it's Data so and I good. have the situation under control. Now, if you just let us take care of it, the work would go much faster. Captain, we could use an extra hand moving the containment pods. She's even saving Jordy here. Oh no, not at all. I'd be delighted. work Tyler thought he'd never leave like yeah <laughs> she saved he, his ass in love with her <laughs> she's the best she just, thing that ever happened to him <laughs> yeah she just saved she just saved the day she came along got rid of got he rid of annoying Picard she intuitively knows his needs I like don't get it <laughs> it's so upsetting yeah. <laughs> he could just he could have been flirty after you know but it's also so fucking cute that that Picard won't get out of engineering. So adorable. Help. All right, this is the next scene. I should have just kept sharing, but you know, I I was we had worried. To get your comments in. I had to get your comments in, and I can't do that without seeing your entire faces. I want you to give me hand locking down this plasma Data? con. Data just up Data? and left. <laughs> Data. some laughs or it's fun to do that in the long silences <laughs> so, so 
Troy's walking alone. She feels like somebody's following her. We're sneaking up on her like POV, serial killer style. She's surprised, but there's nobody there. <laughs> Jump scare. Deck 36. Yeah. <laughs> Data's yeah. Data's coming in Jack Nicholson style. Data. Real Stare shining. Tits. Never Are you good. All right? Stares at her. Psycho oh, knife yeah. raising. Hold very still, counselor. Help! So, from that scene. Ever since Wait. you gave oh, Alexander that music program, he's been playing it all night. Every oh, night. Right, right. Just wanted to broaden his horizons. Besides, he likes it. It is screeching, pounding dissonance. It is not music. Or if it's better than music, it's jazz. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. And then they come and find Dana. better than music, baby. It's jazz. Medical emergency, deck 17, section 3. Wait, hours. okay, so that implies that... That implies that jazz is not music. <laughs> yeah. It's better than music. Also that, like... Riker is supposed to be so hip to jazz, and we're just supposed to picture him in his quarters, like snapping his fingers to a lot of cool jazz. Is that what we're learning? There? He's a trombonist. Also, he loves jazz. I he is, yeah. And jazz has survived to whatever century. So let's just say that they're like Data, jazz is like cockroaches. <laughs> Data stabbed Freud twice, once in the yeah. back by going to Freud, and then once in the front. There it is. Facts, sister. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Hello, Troy's disrespected. What are you t- yeah. saying? What? Like, I'm your friend. I am a therapist. Yeah, because when, when he do. was meeting with her in her office, she was like, next time go to see me before you see Freud. And he's like, okay. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she got, she got a little Nakamura with him. Well, a little bit because I was surprised she didn't. Uh, what is, what? so this, Freud is this, dude who to me is already antiquated like and then yes. he goes to like the oldest earth therapist that like yeah. is like it's like my, it's like it's like if your family had a wedding and they were like we need an, we need an mc somebody who does comedy and you're like oh i could do it for free and they're like no we got um an, a hologram of george burns or something and you're like what <laughs> Like, why? <laughs> I do it. I know you guys. <laughs> it's so shitty. I mean, at least Freud sucked and Troy is good, right? I mean, like, Freud's advice is stupid and Troy has good advice for him. Until the dream itself, yeah. which Data's version of Troy came up with an answer. But it was only because it was the Troy and I mean, Data's version of Freud. But it was because it was the Freud in Data's brain. We yeah, that's data remember coming that. up with the, the answer. Data's answers. So it's, um, it's still in his brain. He's like subconsciously being like, eh, Freud is better. Freud is better true. to represent. He picked Freud to give the answer and not Troy. And then after that, we have the best scene in any episode and then of they Star sta- Trek. he stabbed her in the front. <laughs> that's like a little overhyping. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm ready. Um, I'm ready. Of course. So they put data in his quarters. They take away his blaster or whatever it's called. Sidearm. Phaser. <laughs> blaster. Just, you might yeah, want to give me your a... sidearm and your blaster. May I ask a personal <laughs> favor? Yes. Will you take care of Spot for me? Your animal. I'm afraid so data's if I have waking dream, cat to wharf. I might injure him. Of course. Spot, come here. 
Unlike a canine, Spot does not respond to verbal commands. Goodbye, Spot. He will need to be fed once a day. He prefers feline supplement number 25. I understand. And he will require water. And you must provide him with a sandbox. And you must talk to him. Tell him he is a pretty cat. And a good cat. <laughs> I will feed him. <laughs> Perhaps that will be enough. Man, Worf does not feel comfy with that cat. That, that is a perfect scene. I agree. That it's, is pretty perfect. It's Captain. incredible. It's He's like, a pretty cat. A good cat. Yeah. Tell him he is a good cat. Tell him he is a pretty cat. Yeah. I will feed him. <laughs> so good. And also, Worf like holding a, that cat is hilarious. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful that he asked Worf to do it. It makes no sense. There's so many people yeah. who could look after the cat. <laughs> like, Worf always gets stuck with the stupid cat. <laughs> That was so heartwarming. He, it's so when beautiful. he says, "Spot, come here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be like, you know what? Never mind. I'll get somebody else. Exactly Not you. It's okay. At that with point, it. it's like, thank you. Hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you don't have to do it, man. Okay. Yeah. It's all I'll good. Thank someone. you anyway. I'll find one of the other three hundred people on this ship to watch. <laughs> so many people. Maybe one that won't attack it. Oh, you know who would do it is uh, the girl who has a crush on Jordy. Because she'd be oh, yeah. like, oh, she'll, take, she'll yeah, save the and day. then tell him how great I am. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's that enemy. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I love that. This fills me with so much joy. So then they have to uh, discover that they, you know, uh, it's not only that <laughs> Consort Troy's been stabbed, but she also has something growing in her. And then Beverly has, in a sort of not Beverly-like stroke of genius, discovered that they're growing everywhere and isn't panicking about it because she's a cool as a cucumber doctor. And yeah. there's like these disgusting caterpillar cockroaches all over everybody. I'm surprised at how vile they look. Like they're super gross. Like, <laughs> um, Well, they probably don't look that gross to each other. We look gross to them. I doubt it. I think we look good to them. Well, we look delicious. But there's one other aspect of this sh- this episode that, like, I was a little tiny bit disappointed with, but not really. Maybe not really. I- I- I'm on the fence about it. But, like, usually when something like this happens and they discover another species, they're like, wow, what is this species? And let's just let's figure it out and, like, see if we can help it. And this time they're just like, nah, it's bugs. <laughs> let's kill them. Yeah, let's kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's like, no empathy for They don't know what the... it is, where it came from, why it exists. They're like, ugh, gross, space bugs. <laughs> yeah, step on them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they also, this is the other thing they like, what we could do is like go inside Data's brain in the holodeck and like watch his dreams. So it's like, that's we'll a technology that we just have. <laughs> <laughs> we can just watch dream, but I guess because it's Data, right? Only because it's, it's data. data. Yeah. So even that. We couldn't like watch even... Riker's dream. No. Yeah, which like, I, 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 I was like, I, I, if someone was like, do you want to come to the holodeck? We're going to see one of Data's dreams. I'd be like, <laughs> really? Later. 
<laughs> I'll do it later. <laughs> just say no. Just say no. Just say you don't want to do it. Send me a file. To... This is so Ven- <laughs> this is so you like being Venezuelan. Like, yeah, I'll see you there later. And we're like, you're not coming. So yeah, we're not going to see her. <laughs> we're not going to see her. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, right. yeah, no, I'll be there. I'll be just there. say I'll no. There. We know you're not interested. It's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Just don't wait for me. <laughs> what? what does that mean? What? <laughs> don't expect me, but I'll go. That's more you relaxed have, for me. Yeah. That's easier. You have to yeah. leave all options open. Yeah. My boyfriend Basically. does do that. Garrett does do that a little bit. I wonder if it's a... Um, another thing you have in common with him, it just like has to constantly leave all the options open. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, I say feel no like sometimes. Then I feel like, why are you doing this to me? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just rather Asking know you that to I hang out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm non-committal that way. It's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, for people but, in your circles, <laughs> but options open, and then I get mad when people are like have options open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depending, depending on the person. So I wanted to be like, Picard was like, hey, Data, so we connect to the holodeck and we'll watch the thing and see what happens. And he's like, okay. And Picard is like, I hope you have nightmares. And Data's like, okay. And then he's like, later he says it again. Like, I hope your dreams are bad. I wish I could wish you. Like, he's just like, yeah, getting off to Data's neural net. He keeps saying it. Ready, Mr. Data? Yes, sir. Normally, I would wish you pleasant dreams, but in this case, bad dreams would be more helpful. I understand, sir. Initiating dream program. Stand by. Every time I go to sleep now, I'm going to say that. (laughs) Initiating dream program. Initiating dream program. Stand by. Frankly, I'm going to do it, too. I'm going to copy you and do it, because it just seems like the best. I like how he's like, normally I would say pleasant dreams. Really? Why would you say that? You're never exactly. near me at bedtime. What I'm saying, like, <laughs> it's not a thing that we do. You didn't have to say that last thing again. We already know. Like, you're hoping me to have nightmares. Again. Yeah, I get it. Dream it terrifying before. stuff. So, yeah, then is it okay if I'm on. like, ooga booga? Is that good? Yeah. Should I do that? I just have to wish it. <laughs> Think about Nakamura. Yeah, Nakamura shows up in the background. Um, could we get to it, please? You seem to be bantering a lot when we could be getting to the banquet. This is you right now. This is you. We need it to, okay. Keep it going. Banquet. I'm tapping my chronometer. I wonder if there's somebody else that Nakamura wanted to invite, but that he can't because Picard's taking up all the time. Yeah, he's mad at him. Um, he wants to invite Tyler. He wants to invite the woman who's in love with Jordy. It's a big triangle. Oh, like I want to see that episode with the <laughs> characters we don't have any relationship to. Yeah. So they go inside the dream. Troy's there. Everybody's there. The whole gang's there. Yeah, very Wizard of Oz. And uh, and Data figures it out, basically. That's the end of it. And they're like, yeah, we got to emit this high frequency sound. And that is what is going to kill them, which is just yeah. like, great. Okay, great. Yeah. And they just do that. And they're like, and okay, it solves we're at- all the problems in the show. The engine starts working. They're not sick anymore. His dreams go away. Jordy starts being nice to the beautiful woman. Does Knock he? Him red chills. No, he doesn't. I'm oh. only kidding. See, that doesn't that, do- that doesn't get resolved. That doesn't get resolved. And then, sorry, Troy does this really weird thing with the cake at the end. Yeah. Which is like. It's because he's like. Weird baking passive aggression. He's playing with Spot. 
It's a different cat. Answer. <laughs> Counselor. <laughs> I did not have a chance to apologize for my actions. Data. Don't worry about it. Jordy explained everything to me. It wasn't your fault. In fact, you were trying to save my life. It was a huge space cockroach on me. But <laughs> somehow true. I thought turnabout would be fair play, so I She's made us a little cake. something to snack on. What does it look like? Big reveal, end of the episode, big finish. Amazing. Data cake. And then she chops his dick right off. That's the weird thing. <laughs> she goes right for the dick. And this is like... I wonder, what would Dr. Freud say about the symbolism of devouring oneself? She's like, enough acting, Ada. asking Freud. I know. I'm right Sometimes here. A cake this is, is just a case. I don't want you to ever bring up Freud again. This, this cake. A good response to that line from Data would just be to cut off the cake head. This cake yeah. is enzymes and licorice. I don't know which cake I would I want to make first. The cake of where I put my head through and I'm like, don't eat me. <laughs> and it's my body. Yeah. Or yeah. just the data cake. But I'm going to make them. Data cake. <laughs> I'm definitely making myself with a will head and a, and a, and a Deanna Troy body. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, it has to have the me. hair. It has to have all the hair. The Deanna Troy hair. And you can make it out I of licorice. It. Gosh, I'd love to have that hair. Really? That long, luxurious, like, yeah. Would you, if awesome. you had hair, you would you have long hair? hair? If I had hair again, if my, if I regained the ability to have like a full head of hair, I would go nuts. Like, I would like, I would really let it, I would let it go. Don't you think that it would be like, yeah, you'd go nuts for like a month and then you'd be like, ugh. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Yeah. Two months. <laughs> I'd probably get to, I'd go right, I'd shave it right back to where it is now. Well, it takes more than a month. The, the second armpit hair you find, because what happens is the hair clings to your shirt and then somehow always travels into this zone and sticks mm -hmm. to your shirt in mm -hmm. here. And then mm -hmm. it tickles your arm. All yeah, it always here. happens. It's always. True. And or you're always like, and you can't cross. find it. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're, it's the worst. And you're just like. Someone's yeah. tickling you all day. Someone's tickling you all day is what's happening. But it's just your hair. This to me is like pornography, like thinking about having long hair and having it tickle my own armpit. This is like exciting. <laughs> I'd love to have hey, this kind of problem. We don't judge anybody's kinks here at Trex in the City. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's been great having you. Is there anything oh, that thanks. you would like to plug on your way out the door, on your way yeah, out the you Puerta Abierta? Puerta Abierta? Puerta Abierta. Yeah, I'm going to plug can. something really I'm going to play a gong sound, but okay, go ahead. Good. Okay, I'm going to plug... The dumbest thing ever. My friend and I, Joel Spence, who Alice knows, we made an album. We made an album of music and it's called Turn It Up and it's available on Spotify and Apple Music and everywhere. And it's just songs very much like they might be giant songs. And I'd like everybody to listen to it. It's called Turn It Up. And the band is called Wayne and Rodney. That's all. It's fantastic. Turn It Up. Thank you. Thank you. By Wayne and Rodney. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, that's my I can't plan. wait to listen to it. Ooh, yeah. Is it on Spotify? Can we get it? Yep, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, it's everywhere. Bandcamp, Tidal. Uh, you have explicit, oh my God, you amazing. Have lyrics and everything. Yeah, yeah, we really did it. We did, always, we love music and so we like, we just made, yeah, that's the first track. 
<laughs> awesome. Julie, do you like me? This is so like good. my shitty body. <laughs> do my poorly fitting blue jeans make you smile? Pretty catchy, right? Like it's very catchy. This is, does my poetry depress this. you? This Can slaps. It's like they would be slaps and Weezer. I think it slaps. I've never been the most pragmatic. This is the only song where I am playing guitar. That's why it's bad. It's, it's every other track Joel plays. It's low Future feels so far away. All right. Well, we're gonna go out on this song. Thanks so much for uh, listening. It's so great. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you, Will. Use welcome. We'll talk to you next time on This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.